Welcome back to another episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries, where we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. I am the host of this podcast, Shakira, and I want to welcome you back if you're already a part of our Carefree family. But if you're not and you're new to the podcast, no worries. Go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast on and leave us a good review, please. That would really mean a lot to us. And also subscribe so you'll be notified every single time we have a new episode. Now, since we're just getting into the podcast this week, I want to mention first, before we go any further, that I am sick, okay? I woke up, my throat feels very inflamed. I did take some medicine and I drank some hot tea this morning. Um, So yeah, I'm going to fight through this podcast because I just don't want to go another day without recording it because I really don't want to miss a week's episode because I feel like this episode is very important. I feel like all episodes are very important, but I do feel like this week's episode is extremely important and I just don't want to wait another week to feel better. So excuse me if my voice sounds, you know, a little off or I sound congested or anything like that. Now that that's out of the way, let's hop right into our carefree updates. So last week was the Golden Globes. And I don't know if y'all watch, I'm really not like a big award show watcher just because sometimes when I watch them, I get kind of, I'm going to be honest, I get kind of discouraged. Like, um, I could have been there if I would have done this or if I would have worked harder, I could have been there. You know, so, and I never want to feel like that, but I did watch this one because I just prayed, you know, I prayed beforehand and told God, like, um, you will create a space for me in these places, in these environments that I want to be. So I'm just going to trust that. And if you all struggle with those kind of thoughts and stuff, when you watch different things and it might not be award shows, it could be anything. If you struggle like that, just send a quick one up to God and, He'll help you out. But anyway, I watched the Golden Globes with my mom and we saw Regina King win Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture for If Bill Street Could Talk and Green Book won Best Motion Picture um, Comedy or Musical. And that movie stars Mahershala Ali, who was also in Moonlight. And although it wasn't publicized enough, I feel like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won Best Animated Feature, which was co-directed by Peter Ramsey. And Peter was the very first African-American to direct a major animated film. And that history was made in 2012. Yes, just seven years ago, he made history as the first African-American to direct a major animated film. We have got to do better for that to be the first. And that was just in 2012. But anyway, congrats to him as well as Regina King and Mahershala Ali and all of the other winners. And I want to remind y'all that Gronish is back on. And if you're like me and you can't catch them when they actually air, you can actually watch them the next day or maybe like a few hours later on Hulu. I have Hulu. Um, and that's how I catch up. So I don't know about y'all, but I love this show. and It is just way too relatable to me. I can see myself and also friends of mine in every character on this show. And I just love how they bring elements of like the real world into it. Um, I don't know if you all have been watching, but I think it was the episode the week before last, about two weeks ago, they referenced Gucci Mane and Keisha Kaior in that episode. And I fell 
out. So make sure y'all catch up on it because I really want to start having some like live tweeting conversations on Twitter. Um, kind of something like that. I want to start doing that. So y'all catch up on it. I don't know if we're going to do it yet, but I really want to. But you will also have to follow us on Twitter to keep up with that. And this update is a little bit different, but if you are an undergraduate student or a graduate student and you're majoring in marketing, advertising, or PR, public relations, the LeGrant Foundation offers scholarships and the window closes for the scholarships February 28th. That is the application deadline. And I was a recipient of the scholarship last year and I got flewed out. I got flewed out to New York. And if you all didn't catch that reference, you got to spend more time on the Internet. But, um, yeah, they flew us out to New York and we went to the American Express Center. We met with people from MTV and Viacom, 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 one of those, Um, Sony. It was just so much and it was an amazing experience. So please visit the LeGrantFoundation.org to get more information on that, which kind of leads me out of the updates and into today's topics. But before we get into today's topics, here is a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now getting into our topic for this week. As you know, or you should know by now, we are in the middle of our series, which is Creatives Versus. That's the name of this series. So January 1st, we started with Creatives Versus Family Approval. Last week, we talked about Creatives Versus the 9 to 5, where I had a guest come on and talk with us. Now, if none of that sounds familiar to you, please pause this. And go back and start from the very first episode in the series. We'll be here when you get back, I promise. But if you're already caught up, today we are talking about creatives versus networking. Yes, that big, ugly, scary word people love to throw around so much. So creatives versus networking is what we're talking about today. Now, before you shut down on me and start thinking, oh, uh uh-uh, because for some reason we hate the word networking But just stick it through, okay? Just stay here and bear with me, right? I need you to hear this episode because it's not going to be me saying, okay, this is how you get in with the big dogs. This is what you say, et cetera, et cetera. Instead, we're going to be talking about networking in a more relaxed sense and in a way that isn't so intimidating to think about. So with that being said, let's hop right in. So if you're a longtime listener, you know I love words. I love their meanings. I love to look up words just because I think just living, we hear words so often and we hear them used in the same, 
you know, context. So we don't really get a very deep understanding of what the definitions are of words. But here I like to grab a word, look at the definition, and we just kind of break it down just in case you're new here. So we haven't had a good word breakdown in a while where we go through what a word or term actually means before we start talking about it. So today we're going to be doing that because I feel like it's especially important to this topic of networking. So I went to Merriam-Webster and I went to dictionary.com. Merriam-Webster's definition of networking is the exchange of information or services among individuals, groups, or institutions. And the second definition on Merriam-Webster of networking is the cultivation of productive relationships for employment or business. Got that? Okay. And because I'm a sucker for getting as much information as humanly possible, I headed over to dictionary.com after that. And their definition of networking was a supportive system of sharing information and services among individuals and groups having a common interest. Now, just from those definitions, you might already be able to see where we're going with today's topics on creatives versus networking. When you're in school, college, high school, trade school, beauty school, any school, I can guarantee you there was someone there that told you the key is to network or networking is key or you've heard them say networking will get you far. Now, all of these statements are true. Yes, I am not negating them. I think one thing people fail to do when they're saying these things, though, is emphasize the importance of networking being a mutually beneficial process, meaning on both sides. When we're told to network, we think about meeting as many people as possible, handing out business cards, and since we're in this digital age now, asking people to follow you on Instagram. Which, by the way, quick side note, don't do that. I absolutely hate, don't get triggered when I say this, but... I hate when I'm at an event or anywhere and I'm having a conversation with someone and they just pivot and say, oh, yeah, hey, follow me on Instagram. And then they stand there and they watch you. So you have to follow them. Pro tip, Shakira tip, don't do that. If people want to keep up with you, they will. And they'll ask you what your social media handles are without you having to force it on them. So back to what I was saying. When we think about networking, we only think about it in terms of meeting someone who can put us on, someone who can give us an opportunity, someone who can introduce us up to this person who generally we can't even put a name to, but some higher up who is just going to provide the opportunity of a lifetime, the big break that we've all been waiting for, especially as creatives. Well, today... I'm here to tell you that you're thinking about networking all wrong. But I say this also acknowledging the fact that I too thought about networking this way simply because no one told me any differently. When I was in business school, y'all know I went to FAMU um, for business school undergrad. But when I was in business school, it was all about handing out business cards and handing out your resumes when you can. Getting email addresses all of that. But that was all wrong. As the definition tells us, networking is all about the exchanging of information or services, not just receiving. There's an old saying, and I like to believe 
I'm really an old person at heart, you know. But the saying goes, an even swap ain't no swindle. And some say a fair exchange ain't no robbery. Both of those sayings mean the same things, which is when you're giving something to someone that is equally, emphasis on equally, valuable as what they are giving to you, then there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're getting something from someone that isn't up to par with what they're giving you in return or vice versa, then you have a problem. You can think about it like this. So your stylist or your barber tells you that the style or the cut, shape up, whatever, it costs $50. I know a haircut shouldn't cost $50, but just follow along with me here. $50. And there's a picture on the wall of this $50 service. So you have a visual of what you should look like when they turn that chair around. When you get out of the chair, you expect to look just like that picture or pretty close. Now, if you turn around to the mirror and you look like it's something you could have paid $10 for, you're going to feel some type of way about that. This is the same for networking. Not in the monetary sense, though. Never pay money and consider that networking. But what I'm comparing this to is your exchange with this person, whomever it may be, has to be equally beneficial for both parties, you and them. So when people feel like you're just taking and taking from them, they're going to back away naturally. And to even give you another perspective of it, if you're trying to gain a connection with someone, I don't know who it is, an editor, um, a photographer, a agent, I don't know, you know, apply this to whatever field it is that you're dealing with. But if you're trying to gain a connection with whoever this person is, you can guarantee, you can almost bet your bottom dollar that there are other people trying to do the exact same thing that you're doing. There are other people trying to get the same connection with this person that you are. So you have to think, what is it about you that's going to make you stand out from the five other people that's trying to contact them or maybe even the 100 other people that are trying to get in touch with them on a daily basis by sending them DMs or emails, phone calls, whatever. So if we're keeping it a thousand, there's probably nothing extremely spectacular that is going to make you stand out from the rest via email or via DM. That's just me being honest. And I don't say this to be discouraging to you, but I want you to have some sort of perspective when it comes to networking. You have to be bringing something to the table for this person to um, really consider you or for you to even catch their eye and not overlook you. So right now I'm taking this online course that Spike Lee is hosting. And in one of the lessons, he talks about his film, Jungle Fever. I've never seen it, but... And I never really heard about it either. So hearing about it in the course was pretty lit. But anyway, in the film Jungle Fever, he talks about how Halle Berry, the Halle Berry, had to keep coming in to read for this part that she was auditioning for because it was her first film. She hadn't done anything before that. And they just didn't believe that she would be able to play the role. And the role was an addict. Now, I'm telling you that because people have doubts about everyone they put on when you're providing a space or an opportunity for someone your name is on the line if they don't meet those expectations so you have to be able to show people why they should bet on you when you're trying to network with them why should they put their name their reputation on the line for you 
Now, I'm not saying if you see an editor of Vibe magazine or Essence magazine um, in Walmart looking at produce to just pull out a writing sample and hand it to them and give them an elevator speech on why they should hire you. Or if you see a record executive out to eat to go up to their table and start freestyling. Networking is all about timing and you have to be able to read body language and tell if people want to be bothered or not. See if there's an appropriate or opportune time to introduce yourself. But what I've read from so many people that provide opportunities is that the best thing you can do is find common ground with them on something that you're both interested in. And that can only be done during conversation. You have to be able to talk to these people and find something in common. Even if you can't find something in common, a stimulating conversation will go so much further than just handing them a business card or giving them an elevator speech as to what you want to do and why you want to do it. Find common ground with them. Variety Magazine, they do this series on YouTube. It's entitled Actors on Actors, and it's where these two actors whoever it may be, they get to ask each other questions about whatever. And if you get a chance, I want you to check out this one with Angela Bassett and Laura Dern, because in the interview, they talk about an instance where, well, it's a really good interview, first of all, but in there, they talk about this instance where a fan came up to Angela and asked for an autograph. And I'm going to let you hear a little bit of it right now. And you did something I've never forgotten. Do you remember a young girl, the age now of daughters that we have, around 12, came up to the table, and she was a huge fan, and we were in the middle of something deep, and we were eating, and she kind of brazenly interrupted and said, I need your autograph. Mm. And you said something to the effect of, okay, come sit down, I want to have a talk with you first. Mm -hmm. And you schooled her about (laughs) how beautiful it is to acknowledge someone's art or to tell someone that you admire them and how important it is to share compliments and also to, like, learn how to navigate when's a good moment and how to respectfully say, is it okay? Is this a good moment (laughs) to interrupt? And you put your arms around this girl and she was so moved to be seen and heard and be taught by you oh and I thought how did you do that like have a teachable moment and it makes such a deep impression it on a girl it doesn't always happen it you were incredible I must, it must I've have never been you I must have vibe must have been lovely well it taught, it taught me too and it but, taught me because we rarely tell each other how much we appreciate each other in the world in life in work and sometimes those moments they 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 feel to me as if like as if you know, people are, because we're on, have this stage and this visibility and sometimes, as you say, it's, there's, sometimes there are intrusions, you know, yeah. and it's, it can be in an opportune moment. They don't know what you're going through, a feeling of the conversation, you're deep in this, but it's their moment and it can't be missed, you know, they have to say hello, they have to get a, a piece of remembrance, something, yeah. and a lot of times I feel as if and they're gone. I know. And I don't have anything. I'm, you know, I'm a human and I'm feeling with both hands. I'm feeling too. So I want something. I want a human connection as well. So there are moments when I'm really aware or, or, you know, settled. 
that it's like, no, 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 wait, you got to give me something too. Or we have to really look into one another's eyes. Just don't take and, and go. And that's what you, know, you did so with that this girl. It was, you sort of, you know, yeah, it was incredible. I've never seen anyone else allow for a moment no. like that. It was really beautiful. So like I said, if you have a chance, it's a really good conversation um, they have. So check it out. But I wanted to include that specific portion because it emphasizes the point that we make about being able to provide something in exchange for what you're getting in return, which is what networking is. Even though I'm using that clip, even though the girl only wanted an autograph, but Angela wanted a conversation. So it kind of, it definitely relates. Like you can't just want this person, whoever it is that you're trying to network to, to give you something to provide an opportunity for you and you aren't capable of providing something in exchange for this person. It's not take, take, take or give, 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 but it's an even balance of the two, which is what both of those definitions that we mentioned earlier in the podcast, both of those mention the importance of mutual, equal words like that as creatives and even if you aren't a creative don't be afraid of networking people throw the word out so much it can feel like this invisible beast that can be intimidating but it isn't really you just have to be personable and create a genuine connection with the person that you're trying to network with i've met so many people over the years at different events and they've handed me business cards and I've gotten home at the end of the day going through my purse or a few days later and their cards fall out. And I'm like, who is this person? Because I can't even recall a conversation that we've had that made an impact on me to where I would remember them. So be memorable, but do it in a way that isn't overbearing or bombarding. Also change how you see networking. Every day, you have an opportunity to network, not just at these big social events, not at um, career fairs. You're networking every day, whether it's the person you saw at the store and you had a brief conversation with, whatever it may be. Practice your conversational skills whenever you can, and don't think that by looking at someone's physical appearance, their outside look, that you can gauge whether or not they're worth speaking to or engaging with. Oftentimes, people, we as people, I'm going to include myself, we want to rub elbows with the person in the room who has the most expensive watch on or the person who has, in our terms, our generation, 100,000 followers on Instagram, when in all reality, some of the people that are really the real movers and shakers in whatever industry you want to be in, they aren't the ones that necessarily look the part. They don't come in with a lot of bells and whistles. Sometimes they're the quietest ones in the room. So quick story. Last year, I wrote a blog post and it was about the importance of representation of black women in media. I posted the blog post on Instagram. Um, Brandy from Moesha. She saw it, Rutina Wesley from Queen Sugar, she saw it, which in turn caused a writer from Claws, the series that comes on TNT with Nisi Nash and Karuchi. The writer, one of the writers from that show, she followed me on Instagram. But get this, the writer had like 500 followers on Instagram. So that's an example right there of how it's not always the person you may think 
that can provide you an opportunity. It's not always that person with the custom suit on. It's not always that person with um a million followers on Instagram. Sometimes it's what we may deem to be the smallest person in the room or the one who doesn't seem to have that much of an impact. So yeah, it was nice having Brandy and Rutina Wesley see it and like it, but having a real live television writer read it and think enough of it to follow me and want to keep up with what I was doing going forward was worth a whole lot more to me than just Brandy liking it and Rutina Wesley liking it. Don't get me wrong now, I was hyped. I was definitely hyped, but I was more hyped that that writer who works for TNT and Claws liked my writing. And one thing I want to leave you with is something that my good sis Issa Rae always says when people ask her about networking. And it's that people have this idea that they need to network up instead of networking across. And last year, I attended the Summit 21 conference, which is hosted by Blavity in 2190. And one of the sessions was with Robin Thede. She had a late night show on BET, I think. Yeah, they canceled it. But Robin Thede, she's a comedian. And she expounded on what Issa Rae always says. And she was saying, while you're trying to get relationships with people that are already established, people that already have a circle of associates and friends, you're missing out on the people that are on your level right now who may be in the same positions of the people that you're trying to network with. They may be in those same positions in the next five years. We sometimes think, oh, they're where I'm at right now. They can't do anything for me. But that is a very, very poor way of thinking. You two can lift each other up to get where you both want to be. But again, it has to be equally beneficial in relationship. Don't be a leech just sucking everything you can from people. If you have people in your town who want to be a photographer like you and they don't have um, Lightroom on their computer, but you do, and maybe they have a studio, but you don't, say, hey, you know, DM them, contact them and say, I have a studio. Do you want to use my studio for two hours or three hours a week in exchange for me using your Lightroom software? Boom. Equally beneficial. Or if you have a model friend that's in your city and you both want to be models, instead of viewing that person as competition, say, hey, let's shoot on the same day. Let's schedule our shoots for the same day. You can give me creative direction and I can give you creative direction because who knows something that they may tell you, they may say tilt your head a little bit to the side a little more or look down a little more. And that picture may be the picture to go viral and an agency may see it and notice you. Boom, equally beneficial. So it's not about seeing people that you may think are on your level right now as competition. It's about trying to establish relationships with the people that are right next to you. Look, look around you and look at those people that are trying to get the same places that you're trying to go to and build with them, build something together, build something impactful, collaborate. Again, I want you to remember what Issa said. It's not about networking up. It's not about trying to reach Oprah Winfrey. It's not about trying to reach Jordan Peele. It's not about trying to reach, um, oh, I can't remember his name, the guy who shot Beyonce for Vogue. It's not about trying to reach those people. Yes, it's nice if you can, but try to reach the people that are right along with you right now because like Robin Thede said, 
in the next five to 10 years, there are going to be new people in those same positions. And it, I, I don't, I don't think it will feel good for you if you look back five years from now and you're like, dang, that was the same person that was right on my level and I didn't establish a relationship with them. Don't be that person. Don't be hurt. Okay. So network across, be genuine, be memorable. Don't be too pushy, but most importantly, be yourself. So I hope this helped in terms of networking. I hope you don't think about networking as this big giant that you have to defeat. Networking is not like that. Networking can be fun. Find people that you like, people that you can create things with, especially as creatives. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Carefree and Black Diaries. And also follow us on Twitter at Carefree Black Pod. But that is Carefree, B-L-K-P-O-D. And remember, stay black and carefree. And we'll see you next time in the next episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. I'm about to get some rest because I have fought through this entire episode. And I hope to see you back next week. Bye, guys. (music) Thank you.